On this episode of Tomorrow Stories, Rhiannon Jones. Rhiannon Jones is the co-founder of Ultraviolet Futures, a trend forecasting agency specialized on femtech, female technology in the healthcare market. This is an area typically ignored by traditional trend forecasting agencies. But find out from her today how areas like precision medicine, cycle care, hormone tracking, menopause, or cardiovascular health for women provide massive opportunities for new brands. Here we go. to mention as I think the term femtech will be completely obsolete um I think that <laughs> is in the next two to three years possibly yeah. um you know the real need for the term femtech is because we've had tech and that you know has been skewed towards men and taking them as the um you know as the normal so we've had to have femtech as a term to really define filling that gap in the gender data gap and the gender bias that's Mm -hmm. there. So as we move towards a gender fluid, non-binary world, um, we won't have tech and femtech. They'll just be (laughs) Before we start, let's have a chat with our production partner. Here is Sarah kicking off from Raven and Finch. Hi, Lizzie. Congrats on your podcast launch. Oh, thank you so much. It's been such a big ride and uh, it's just the start. Speaking of podcasting, it's a huge hype right now. So what makes it so interesting for brands? Well, podcast listeners are a pretty interesting target audience, you know. They are usually young, have a higher household income and are pretty much accepting of advertising in podcasts. Also, they are more active on social media and more prone to interact with brands on there as well. So if you are a brand or marketing manager and interested in leveling up your brand storytelling, just drop us a line and we are happy to help. That sounds really interesting and I can totally recommend working with you guys. (laughs) So on today's International Women's Day, uh, are there any female podcasts that you can recommend? Well, aside from yours, of course. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I would say check out Edith. It's a fictional podcast about the first unofficial female president of the United States and it's so entertaining. Wow, that sounds really interesting. I will have a look. Thanks so much for the tip and thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Hello and welcome to this episode of Tomorrow Stories. My name is Lizzie Prem and this is the Tomorrow Stories podcast, bringing together some of the brightest future thinkers, creatives, entrepreneurs and disruptors to talk about future trends. Here you'll find out what's new and what's next and most importantly, how you can apply it to your business. This episode is dedicated to the topic of femtech, female technology in the healthcare industry. And we are launching this podcast episode on International Women's Day. So if you're listening to this uh, episode on the day, on March 8th, uh, happy Women's Day. And if you're listening any other time, this is a great opportunity to hear about an area where women are on the forefront of change, not only as consumers, but also as entrepreneurs driving innovation. The women and uh, the marginal healthcare market is a rapidly growing area of innovation. Like if you go to a supermarket now, 
you see so many new brands, for example, in the period care area. And uh, it's been really a market that has been totally disrupted. And finally, we see products for women in areas also such as menopause or health tracking, hormone tracking especially. So there's a lot of stuff shifting and really something that I wanted to take a closer look at. This development is definitely driven by the Me Too movement and also the female empowerment movement that is going on right now. But the interesting thing is, is that it has really become one of the most interesting and most prominent trends in the healthcare market. The gender bias within the healthcare market is something that for centuries has been going on. I mean, uh, female exclusion from medicine and from healthcare has meant that women's diseases are often missed, misdiagnosed, or they even remain a mystery. Uh, take endometriosis, for example. Uh, I think every woman knows a woman that is suffering from this. Until very recently, this hasn't been taken seriously. Uh, such a great example of how we women have been completely neglected and ignored in our health plight. So I'm very happy that today I have a real expert on this subject to talk about what's going on in this space. Rhiannon Jones is the founder of Ultraviolet Futures, a trend forecasting agency specialized in femtech. It's actually the very first trend forecasting agency that looks at innovations in this area. Uh, for traditional trend forecasting agencies, this uh, wasn't really a topic for years, but for sure now <laughs> all of them are looking at this space. So Rhiannon actually believes that her area of expertise will be completely obsolete in a few years. Can you imagine this? She actually predicts herself out of her job, <laughs> which is pretty crazy. But in her eyes, she really believes that the gender bias in healthcare and med medicine is about to disappear. Because there's also another trend driver playing into this area, which is the gender fluidity and the move towards a non-binary world. So we won't have this distinction between technology, medicine, and female and male. It will be much more about treating a person, a person that is in front of this healthcare provider. So um, this is really, really exciting times. And in the interview, you will hear a lot about this space. This episode is for you if you want to find out what women today are expecting from healthcare providers. And Rhiannon's also going to share her take on why it's finally time to fill the gender gap in healthcare. She's going to talk about trends and innovations that are currently reshaping the market. And these are products from pelvic floor trainers to portable breast pumps or cycle care innovations. And what's really exciting about this interview with Rhiannon is that she is also pointing towards an area where you can still launch products, where she thinks new brands have a lot of potential. And these areas are precision medicine, hormone tracking, menopause, and cardiovascular health for women. It's not only that the consumers want more products or different products in this space, but it's also that investors are looking for you. So if you have an idea in this space, Get in there. But let's hear more about Femtech from my expert, Rhiannon. Let's go. Hello, hello, and welcome hello. to this Tomorrow Talk. Hi, Rhiannon. So nice Hi. to have you. 
thank you for having me. I'm really excited. Um, yeah, I know we've been kind of going back and forth on setup. I'm excited to to be doing this. So. Yeah, it's uh, been on my mind for a while to bring up this topic. And of course, when I saw that you started an agency uh, about future trends in the area of femtech, I was really excited and just really wanted to get to know you. And uh, it's just uh, great that it worked out and we can talk to each other now about this (laughs) super, super interesting topic. So um, maybe to dive in, you uh, just started an agency in the area of femtech, women and uh, marginalized health innovations with your colleagues. (laughs) Yeah. And why is this such an important area in your opinion right now? And why did you choose uh, to fully focus on this? Yeah. So we've had a lot of people saying, wow, that's so specialized. Um, So kind of to go back to the start, really, Um, I have been working for generalist forecasting agencies for a long time now um, and doing various freelance projects and dipping my toe into femtech, spending a lot of my personal time researching femtech. Um, But what I really realized through that process is you can't really just dip your toe in. It's a hugely complex industry. You've got different stakeholders you've got healthcare providers you've got women you've got marginalized health and so what I really wanted to do was create something that really served that community and served that industry in the way that they deserved Um, somebody who was a dedicated collective to mapping out all of the data that's available there now and looking at the implications in the way that we do in a forecasting sense that's a little bit different to kind of market research and a market research agency so yeah it was a little bit of personal passion and also opportunity um, it's a rapidly growing huge um, kind of area of innovation so you know as futurists I think we're always fascinated of where's the newness where's the latest thing mm-hmm. happening what are the newest concepts that are happening in the world and I started to kind of realize more and more um, this was such an untapped opportunity for innovation so yeah that's it kind of yeah. <laughs> various various things all came together um, and I met Anna um, actually met Anna via Clubhouse and she has been in the femtech industry for a long time um, kind of since the beginning since LV launched um, and yeah it felt like fate and so we came together. She's the femtech kind of veteran. I'm the futurist. And we came together and started this agency. It sounds so exciting. And um, <laughs> uh, I, I think there's, like I said before, a lot of great things ahead uh, for you because I've also been uh, looking into this trend. And and I think many of us have seen that there's so much coming out of this area. And for someone just quickly who doesn't know femtech, so that's technology for women. Is that how you basically would describe it? So we talk about, I mean, different people define femtech in slightly different ways. Um, the way that we just kind of define it is anything that disproportionately affects women. Mm-hmm. Um, so not just technology, if somebody has created an innovation or, you know, it could be just a product that solves that need for women or for more people who are experiencing kind of marginalization within the healthcare industry. Um, so it could be period products, it could be, you know, pads, tampons, any area of innovation basically that disproportionately affects women or people experiencing mm-hmm. marginalization mm-hmm. in the healthcare industry. 
And I know this is a very big question, but um, what are the main trends and innovations in this area? Maybe you can break it down into uh, uh, like a few things that are very important to look at at the moment. Yeah, definitely. So um, as with any area of forecasting, we start with the macro trends. So you'll be familiar with a lot of the drivers that are affecting this industry in the same way, you know, the drivers are affecting all industries. Um Something that is super specific to the healthcare industry um, and to femtech would be precision health. So consumers and kind of patients or however you want to call us are expecting personalization now in a completely different way to we would of 10 years ago. You know, you're able to experience that level of personalization um, from your fashion brands um, from your kind of nutrition providers, you're going to start to expect that from your healthcare provider. Um, so in case of kind of wearables and trackers and the way you monitor your health, you want to be able to take that to your healthcare provider and them to listen to you and deliver you a personalized plan based on mm -hmm. all of the data points, not just on the kind of research that they do in front of you. So we're seeing that kind of ownership um, of healthcare really shift from the healthcare providers to the individuals. Um, so that's something I'm particularly excited about. And that incorporates everything from tech to communication um, to at-home test kits, wearables. Yeah, it's hugely broad. Um, and then other trends that we're seeing, of course, sustainability is having a massive mm -hmm. impact. Um, the cycle care market is a little bit behind the rest of the world in terms of sustainability, but it's definitely oh, really? getting there. Mm -hmm. um, we're seeing um, a lot of innovation around kind of tampons and reusables. Um, there's an amazing brand actually called, um, no, I'm probably going to say the name wrong, um, but it's called Emanui, and they work um, with a portable cleanser for period cups. So. Mm -hmm. The idea being, you know, if you're on the go with the period cup, washing them isn't that easy. So they yeah. create a little contraption so you can, so you can, um, yeah, clean out your cup on the go. So it's wow. a combination of sustainability and convenience is definitely mm -hmm. the trend coming through there. I mean, I could bore you all day with the trends. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's so interesting. And you mentioned LV before. What is that? Yeah, so LV uh, were one of the first kind of, innovators mavens um in the industry so they have a pelvic floor trainer um, oh, okay and also have a portable breast pump um, mm -hmm. two innovations that really kind of shape the direction of the market and the pelvic floor trainer is interestingly one of the first innovations in the uk that is now prescribed by healthcare providers providers like the nhs um, oh, wow that's, that's amazing yeah a hint to what we expect to see in the future is these innovations really becoming an integrated part of healthcare systems and, mm -hmm. and wearables. And it's all just one picture instead of having your wearables over here and your healthcare provider over here. So this whole area is going from uh, period cycle care uh, all the way to uh, fertility. And also you were mentioning in one of our talks before menopause, which is uh, also a really interesting area right now, isn't it? Yeah. So there's, there's the areas that are kind of um, specific to the menstruation process that obviously mm -hmm. um, affect women and people who identify as women um, more commonly. But there's also things like cardiovascular health, 
um, Mm -hmm. which is um, something that affects women very differently to men. So yeah, it's, it's hugely broad, but menopause, I think, is one of the areas of innovation that um, investors are really keen to invest in right now. And there's not necessarily the products and innovation and companies coming to them with the solutions um, quite yet that are there. So, yeah, if anyone wants to start a menopause brand out there, I think now. Is yeah, <laughs> you've heard it here on Tomorrow Stories with the talk with Rhiannon. <laughs> Get your thinking cap on and come up with some ideas. Well, I think we see <laughs> some amazing founders. Um, yeah. There's a company in the US called Taboo who are doing amazing things um, mm-hmm. for um the menopause market it's a lovely story she started the brand knowing that it was an opportunity and you know we spoke to her mum and um the kind of wider community and then really created a product that served a need um but also she had those connections with investors so she really knew the kind of opportunity there mm-hmm. in terms of the market so yeah she's smart natalie waltz she's really really smart mm-hmm. i have to look her up yeah so you've you've touched it a little bit before so looking ahead in 10 20 years what could femtech look like is it what you were mentioning that it will be integrated in general healthcare, or yeah, what else do you see the first thing to mention is i think the term femtech will be completely obsolete um i <laughs> think that is in the next two to three years possibly yeah. um you know the real need for the term femtech is because we've had tech and that you know has been skewed towards men and taking them as the um you know as the normal so we've had to have femtech as a term to really define filling that gap in the gender data gap in the gender bias that's mm-hmm. there so as we move towards a gender fluid non-binary world um we won't have tech and femtech they'll just be mm-hmm. <laughs> which is exciting. I mean, we'll have to find a new way to kind of find each other (laughs) in terms of how we come together. Um, But yeah, I think it's really going to be about that precision healthcare. So Mm -hmm. at the moment we treat men, we treat women, we don't quite know what to do in the healthcare system for anyone who doesn't Mm -hmm. fit into those two buckets. Um, And yeah, in the future, it'll be like, you're in front of me, you're a person, and I'm going to look at your stats, your data, um, what you've Mm -hmm. brought to the table in terms of like wearables, trackers, any information that you have um, kind of holistically about lifestyle and really look at you as a person, as an individual, um, rather than the kind of Mm -hmm. binary system that we have at the moment. I think that's going to be Mm -hmm. the we see. That's a huge step ahead. I can't wait. (laughs) And especially for um, hormone health as well. Um, Mm -hmm. At the moment, you might go to the doctor and you'll be looking, you know, the standard stats, okay, we're going to take your weight, your blood pressure, um, your height. And I think going forward, we'll have, you know, more of awareness of hormone hormone health. You know, you'll be taking your cycle data um, and you'll be taking those kinds of measurements at home um, much more easily. Mm, because right now I've also uh, read that there's not enough data on women or, uh, yeah. So uh, medicine is very one-sided and you get medication that's not really uh, for you or, yeah, Yeah, adjusted to you and and also how your cycle plays in. That is Historically, I mean, there is a huge, huge gap when it comes to um, data on women's health for various (laughs) reasons, Um, if you get me started up here all day. Um, but yeah, I mean, everything from dosage 
um, to kind of, yeah, specific drugs at the moment. For example, if you were to go to the doctor and experience um, symptoms of kind of mental health, maybe depression, you would be given a very standardized dose and a standardized drug. Not only is that not necessarily the right one for you as a woman, but it's not as a person, you know, even for men in in healthcare, they're giving a standard dose. So what we'll see in the future is you'll be able to kind of take all of the data that you have personally and get a really precise prescription and a precise treatment plan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, in terms of where you see your company next in this, what, what are your goals? Where are you taking ultraviolet? <laughs> Big futurists, as you can imagine, we've got, um, yeah, quite, a, quite an extensive future plan, um, but kind of immediate things. We are launching this week our Future of Cycle Care report. Um, mm-hmm. So that's a forecast around 2022. Um, and that's all around everything from um, kind of a hormone tracking, um, s- extending right into menopause, um, and how we really um, relate to our cycles going forward. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, that's really exciting. It's probably the most saturated area of the femtech market in terms of new innovation. Mm-hmm. But that's by no means to say, you know, all of the needs in the market are being met. Um, So we're just kind of exploring what the different drivers are there um, and communicating to investors and brands what you really need to do to push yourself to create products that we'll need in two years time um, Mm -hmm. rather than just another X brand, you know, another Mm -hmm. cycle care brand. You know, how what do you need to do to be truly innovative um, and meet the needs in this sector? And uh, where will this report be available? Is it on your um, website? Is it free to download? Is it yeah, completely wow. free? Um, so in terms of a business, we don't really have any aspiration to become a standard content house um, in the way some other forecasters, um, forecasting agencies work. We are going to be doing everything truly bespoke for our clients. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we do a report like this, that's more of a sector forecast or a sector overview yeah we intend to make that free for anybody who um anyone who wants to download so it'll be available on the website it's going mm-hmm. to be wednesday thursday we're still just tightening last minute things up. oh looking <laughs> forward to that <laughs> yeah we're keen to make it as insightful as possible mm-hmm. um, and so we're including as many voices as we can from healthcare providers to founders so yeah we're just tightening up that last minute kind of feedback from them and it'll be live ready to go but of course we'll tell you first (laughs) excellent and we'll link to that in our profile as well yeah thank you so much for this uh, very insightful talk Uh, I I learned a lot of new things and I'm I'm, it's exciting times to be a woman actually because there's a lot going on that is going to make our lives easier and a lot of hope It's very good to hear from you as well. (laughs) Thank you so much. I'm sure we'll talk again in the future. Definitely. Thank you. Thank you. So we've already reached the end of this episode. Thank you for staying on all the way through. I'm really excited to have you here. And if you liked what you're hearing, please subscribe to this podcast, Tomorrow Stories, here on Spotify or on Apple Podcast. And if you like, you can always get in touch with us via our website, tomorrowstories.com, or via our Instagram account, Tomorrow Stories. Until next time, take care. <laughs>